G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, an Aussie Christian musician is about to release a new album. H.L. Jones has released a debut single called Through Suffering on an independent music label here in Australia. H.L. Jones is the son of a pastor. He was born and raised in Queensland and now resides in the Adelaide Hills. There's an interesting twist in H.L. Jones. He's set himself the ambitious task of releasing 100 hymns in 100 months in a style he calls folked up. In other words, taking the lyrics of old hymns and reworking them with a modern folk feel. H.L. Jones is joining us. Welcome along. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much. First thing I've got to ask you, H.L. Jones, what does the H stand for? It's Hayden. It's Hayden. You can call me Hayden. (laughs) (laughs) Hayden, you first realised that you loved music as a child, and has this been a natural progression through your life? Uh, It has. It has. Really, from from the age of three, uh, jumping up and down on uh, my older brother's bunk bed, listening to Metallica, of all things, um, was where my love of music began. When you think of your history, and uh, you know, listeners will remember perhaps Metallica, but you consider your childhood a little bit of a dark childhood. You call yourself a pretty dark kid. Is that a fair expression? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say that's uh, that's that about sums sums me up as a child. And uh, it seemed when all the all the other kids were teenagers and and going through their. Um, angsty stage as many do um i was that was when i was coming out of my angsty stage so yeah it was very much metallica and uh and a lot of uh, sort of dark bands like that writing writing lyrics at the age of 10 of uh, of a similar vein as uh, the kind of things you might hear in uh, metallica tracks and things so yeah <laughs> let's talk about those for a few moments because mm. if you're listening to the sorts of lyrics from groups like metallica and uh, similar mm. sorts of bands uh, you know, mm. kill them all. Uh, and you're starting to write songs at that stage as well. You were writing that sort of lyric? Very much so, yeah, from the age of 10, very much so. It was, it was quite dark and and almost like I was um, a sense of being uh, under under judgment myself. One of the lyrics, is, this is at 10, one of the lyrics um, was, the debts of death are right behind me, which thankfully now is uh, obviously not the case. <laughs> Now, there is a transformation that we'll talk about here, and Mm. you started to get interested in Christian music when you had Mm. a chance meeting when you went to see a band called Third Day, a very popular band on this radio station, I might say, but tell us about your meeting with Third Day. Yeah, so that that happened at a festival. I... um I went with one of my brothers. Uh, he took me along to a Christian festival called Sunfest oh, years ago in Queensland in Boona. Anyway, we went around. Um, I'd just started playing guitar at that stage, had an old nylon string um, that was all beat up and things. Still got it. We saw them play, and then afterwards they were there was a bit of a queue, and, and they were signing things, and I, I quite liked what they were doing. So we were lined up and waiting patiently, and I brought my guitar for them to sign, you know, because I thought, oh, these guys are pretty good. Um, anyway, so a couple of the guys from the band uh, grabbed it, 
and they had a little go on it. And, uh, you know, I won't try an American accent because I'll embarrass myself. But, um, you know, they um, so I like the nylon strings. And, and, and Mac Powell said to me, um, you know, you stick with it. You stick with it. He looked me in the eye and said, you stick with it. And I thought, well, I better stick with it then, hey? <laughs> yeah, that was sort of, that sort of keyed me into writing Christian songs. And, and so that's what I did from, from about 17, these quite crummy um, Christian songs. And I was just writing dozens of them. And I don't know where most of them are now, but uh, <laughs> probably where they need to be in the bin. But yeah, it just the Lord was dealing with me, and as He keeps going on doing uh, to this day. But um, so Mac Powell, the lead singer of Third Day, gives you mm. a word of encouragement and says, mm. "Stick with it." And that was the cue for you to actually start writing Christian lyrics to your songs. Yeah. And as you say, you wrote a dozens and dozens of them. Not all of them were great, but isn't that one of the things that happens with songwriters? Sometimes songwriters have to write a thousand songs before they'll write a hit song. Does that is that sort of is there wisdom in that idea? I, I think so. I think so. And not being too precious about having to throw throw them away. Um, you want it to glorify God first and foremost, and 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 I suppose secondarily be a blessing to others. And that's the material point, isn't it? And Hayden, you formed several bands over the years, mm-hmm. so you you were you know sort of uh, treading the boards there and uh, getting a lot of experience behind you. Yeah, yeah. So we started out with a band called Dust. We called ourselves Dust because I uh, I did the old flick open the Bible and stick your finger down and see where it lands, and it landed on the passage where uh, I can't remember where the passage in scripture comes from, but uh, he is mindful that we're but dust, and so that's sort of a humbling humbling thing, and especially as a young somewhat arrogant, <laughs> cocky teenager thinking he knows everything. Um, it was, it's probably an appropriate name or a, a good name to uh, keep, in, keep in your mind um, who we are apart from Christ. But um, what he does with that dust is, is, I suppose, the important thing, isn't it? And um, as you're growing as a teenager, you're going through all the things that young teenagers go through. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you recognise you've got a few strengths, but uh, you've got a few failures as well. And you've yep. been able to, in some ways, understand those failures in light of some passages, some favourite passages you have from the Scriptures. Yeah, I think the failures that I can understand are there. <laughs> there's plenty I, I probably still don't understand. In fact, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty I still don't understand. But I think one of the things, you know, coming into adulthood and now in my 30s, one of the things I, I'm understanding in a way that I haven't before is how utterly dependent I am on, on Christ, not just to redeem me, but to sustain me because I can't fix myself. There's nothing I can do to fix myself. And I'm actually dependent on him to deal with my sin every day. And what's wonderful is I know it's dealt with, and I'm free. And so there's a tremendous security that comes from knowing who Christ is, but also knowing that I don't have to have it all together. And in fact, I don't have it all together, but he does. So I'm very secure in that. You're in your 30s, and uh, in some mm-hmm. sense, we're talking to you as a new artist and a new release we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we assume you're young, but in your 30s, uh, you've been performing yeah. for a long time. And you've yeah. got now this style, uh, which you would call folk and uh, you're going to apply your folk style to some of the best-known hymns of history. Give us an insight here into what your plan is. Well, the plan is, at this stage, is we're going to do 100 hymns in 100 months. And uh, that's the task we've set ourselves. And when I say we, I mean my wife and I, and to a lesser extent our four kids, because they are involved in some of the recordings we've been doing. And it kind of sounds kind of catchy, 100 hymns in 100 months. But I think more than that, there's such such a wealth of... Just great, spirit breathed in some some measure. Uh, some of these hymns, uh, just just truth, 
and it would be good to bring bring that back in some small way with uh, the songs that uh, the Lord gives me to perform, the music that the Lord gives to me um, with the gifts he's given. And it, it sort of came about largely because, you know, I, I, this is when I was, I'm a carpenter by trade, and I was looking at getting into music more, and two people independently in the same week said, oh, uh, as I was talking to them about, you know, wanting to do more music again, uh, just said, uh, oh, why don't you, um, why don't you redo some uh, new music to old hymns? And just the fact that it was two people completely independent of each other uh, in my church saying, mentioning this, it really pricked up my ears to the, the possibility maybe that's what uh, should be our core goal going forwards. And, and it just made a lot of sense lyrically and yeah. So your goal is a hundred old hymns, and uh, in a folked-up way, and uh, you've already got ten of those up on YouTube. So listeners can find you on YouTube, and they can hear you doing these old hymns in a different mm. uh, style, a folk style. Quickly, right. just talk about your EP though, Seeds mm. and Specs. It's being released in June. The first yes. single has been released now. It's called Through Suffering. Uh, give us an insight into what formed the thoughts for the lyrics of Through Suffering. So it was, it was written on the back of um, actually chatting to my pastor who's involved in Kairos Prison Ministry, and he's heavily involved there, basically where they go in and, and talk to um, talk to prisoners about just basically share the gospel with them. And these are guys who are, who are going through suffering, some of it self-inflicted, some of it circumstantial around them. And that was kind of how it was written on the on the back of that. It's sort of one night as I was thinking about this and the lyrics came to me within the space of an hour. It was it was written and the music was done. And uh, I suppose it's that we have hope, whatever we're going through, be it self-inflicted, be it our own sin that is, is the causative factor, or be it, our, uh, be it circumstances around us that are out of our control. Um, we actually have a tremendous hope in Christ and we are utterly, utterly secure even though we don't understand, um, and we're called to trust him. I think that's what this song is about and, and about the tremendous hope we have. Well, we're going to have a listen into Through Suffering. It's the first single from a new EP that's being released in June. The EP is called Seeds and Specs. It's being released on the independent label Dark Escapes Music. Keep an eye out for those 100 hymns in 100 months a folk version of all of your old favourite hymns. And you can find H.L. Jones. Hayden is his name. H.L. Jones, though, is how you'll find him on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash H.L. Jones. And, of course, uh, all the other social media, you'll be able to find H.L. Jones. Hayden, great getting your insights. All the best as you launch your EP. Let's have a listen into Through Suffering. Thanks, Neil. Scar your own face in the 
hopes that your disgrace will be hid by your mask in mask and your wretched and poor and you've locked fast every door to everyone whom you've loved days past cause your cares are H.L. Jones. His new album is called Seeds and Specs. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.